Hello, this is Shirley Smith with Bridge the Gap. Today we will talk about wisdom. And as you know, we talk about four areas that we can improve ourselves in order to bridge the gap and build relationship with others. So the mind, the body, the spirit, and the soul are the four areas that we look at. And so everything that we do in our podcast has something to do with one of those four areas. Today we will talk about then the mind. How can we improve the mind by seeking wisdom? And so I think you will enjoy this. So hang in there with me. I will be right back. And I have a thought that Wisdom That Sits in Places is the name of the book. And the author is Keith H. Bossel. I believe you will enjoy this book. So think with me, and I will be back in a moment so that... Hello, this is Shirley Smith. Today we're talking about wisdom. So we're trying to help our minds today so that we can continue to build bridges so that we can build our relationships as we bridge gaps in our life. Okay, so first let me just read you Proverbs 4 and 7. It says, Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do, and whatever else you do, develop good judgment. So wisdom is very important. I think all can agree. I have an author today. The name of the book, first of all, is Wisdom Sits in Places, and it's uh, by Keith Bossel. And there are just a few things that I wanted to bring to your attention today, and then I wanted to read you a part of his book, just a small part. So one of the things that he talks about is that wisdom, we gain our wisdom by falling in many pitfalls. And so those pitfalls are there because everyone who lives has to experience death, they have to experience fights, they have to experience illnesses, they have to be frightened at some point in their life, They have to deal with all sorts of things. But as you're dealing with those things, I call them valleys. As you're dealing with valleys, you actually are gaining wisdom. I truly believe that God is in every valley that we're in. And while we're there in that valley, we learn an awful lot. And so we learn who we can trust. We learn who we can't trust. We learn things that we will never do again. We learn things that we should do again. We have an opportunity when we're in our valleys to really sit and try and figure some things out. And so regardless of what that valley is, there's always an opportunity to gain more wisdom. And so one of the things that Abbaso says is that it's never ending. Wisdom is never ending because problems (laughs) never end. (laughs) And then also he says, while we're pursuing the trail of wisdom. So it's not something you get wisdom and you're finished. You've graduated and you do not have any more wisdom that you can gain. But no, you have to pursue wisdom and he calls it a trail of wisdom. So you need to pursue the trail of wisdom. And then the other point that he makes is that Wisdom, he says, they have learned is more easily imagined than achieved. And so this is where I really enjoyed this. I actually read this particular section of his book, which is a small section, as I did the eulogy at my aunt's funeral this past Sunday. 
And I thought of this because this particular section reminds me so much of ancestors and family that has gone on before me. And I think it will be helpful to you as well because I have a thought that if you pay attention especially to the elders or the elderly, those that you are around that are older than you are, you will notice that as they go through wisdom, especially near the ends of their days, there are certain ways that they behave. And I think this will help you to appreciate what is really going on. Because when I had some of my forefathers to pass on, they were very, very quiet. And of course, that gives us this desire to really want to know more, like, oh, I need to know this. I w- I've never understood that. So I, I want to ask questions. I want to get answers. And so we become impatient and we get to a point where we're really trying to speed through and get information that we realize that we had not gotten before. So this is something that I think will be helpful to you if you're dealing with relatives who are older and who may be nearing their last days on the earth this should be helpful to you too when you start to notice their behavior it says as people move forward on the trail of wisdom their behavior begins to change and these alterations which becomes steadily more apparent as time goes on, can be readily observed by relatives and friends. Most notably, inner strides toward mental smoothness are reflected in outer displays of poise and equanimity. Signs of nervousness fade, irritability subsides, outbursts of temper decline, There is also to be detected a growing consistency among attitudes adopted, opinions expressed, and judgments offered, personal points of view, built upon constant themes, cohere and take definite shape. And there is increasing correspondence between spoken words and subsequent deeds, promises made or promises kept, pledges extended or pledges fulfilled, projects proposed or projects undertaken. As men and women advance farther along the trail of wisdom, their composure continues to deepen, increasingly quiet and self-possessed. They rarely show signs of fear or alarm. More and more magnanimous, They seldom get angry or upset, and more than ever, they are watchful and observant. Their minds, resilient and steady at last, are very nearly smooth, and it shows in obvious ways. And always these people are thinking, thinking of place-centered narratives, thinking of the ancestors who first gave them voice, and thinking of how to apply them to circumstances in their own lives. Having passed the point where cautionary narratives are mainly useful for disclosing mental weaknesses, 
These people now consult the stories as guides for what to do and what not to do in specific situations. So, this is something that we can learn from. As we all go down the trail of wisdom, we all become more quiet, more at peace, less afraid, and we can actually give advice. But it could be that we've learned that one of the most powerful things with gaining wisdom is to listen. To listen to what's going on around you. To listen to the voice of God. To listen to your friends and family. To listen to those mentors that you have. To listen in your backyard while you're observing the birds, the sounds, the flowers, the trees. To learn to appreciate everything that God has provided in your life. To learn to be grateful for the time that you've had on the earth and the time that you've had to meet and listen to others, for the time that you've had to create, whether it's creating narratives or creating art or creating projects, creating programs. Be grateful for the time that you've had to express your creativity. I have a thought today that as you go down trails of wisdom, and there are many, your mind will become more satisfied, your thoughts will become more precious to you, and listening to hear others will become most necessary. Hearing the voice of God will be the most necessary thing that will be helpful to you as you move forward down the trail of wisdom. May God bless you. I have a thought that if you listen, instead of talking so much, as you go down the trail of wisdom, you will become wise like Enoch, who walked with God, so much so that he never died. He just went straight to heaven with God. Enoch was known for his wisdom. I have a thought that you're going to become a wise, wise person, and others will seek to understand from you and your wisdom. May God bless you.